0: Monday morning, and you know what that means. Dreamers. welcome back to the Isolation Station. Of This is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landed the Daz do kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news coming out of the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida. We're talking Walt Disney World. Guys, hopefully your march is off on The right foot. Hopefully, it's treating you right in like a lion, out like a lamb. I think that's how it goes. I don't know. I'm just a mere podcaster, happy that you're along for the ride. And speaking of happy, they're along for the ride. I'm like a proud podcast and Papa. I got the entire family. Back together, gathered around the virtual table for what feels like the first time in forever. You got to keep it on brand. It is Disney after all. Up first, you know her. You love her. She is the rising star in the podcasting game. She is. God, it's been so long. I forgot how to do your intro, Steffers. Follow her on Twitter at it's Steffers. Follow her everywhere else. Adventures with Steffers. That is the name of her podcast. Be sure to get that wherever you get your fine podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Steffers! Steffers, how are we doing, my friend?
1: That was so much for the day after tequila shots, and I just <laughs> want to <laughs> let you know. Are I you okay? Have... Do you need a water? No, no, no. I have coffee. Or a uh... light. I have coffee and I have a Gatorade next to me. I'm okay. okay I didn't go right. hard because I knew that I was doing this uh, today. So really, you're welcome. But also, shh. Okay, all right. Well, well. if you'd have given me a heads up that- Nah, that's more fun if you do it the hard way.
0: Okay, cool. Because mm-hmm. cause, uh, cause if, if you know me in the real life and you know me in the podcasting life, you know I only have one loud volume. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I would say I would tone it down a little, but I don't want to lie to you and I don't want to lie to our uh, podcasting friends and family. But uh, speaking of podcasting friends and family and speaking of knowing me in the real life and in the podcasting life, our next guest, our next friend, he knows me in all of the above. You know him. You love him. He is the pod father of this whole shebang. He has his own podcast, the Passholders Lounge Live, going live every Tuesday, 8 p.m. on Twitch, YouTube, streaming stuff. All that, where you can interact in the chat. Uh, if you can't do the interactive part, the video aspect, every Tuesday night, you can get the audio element every Friday morning, wherever you get your podcast. It's my friend. It's your friend. It's Justin freaking Monorail. Jay, welcome back to the Isolation Club. How you doing, buddy? It's been a while.
2: What's up, everybody? I, I would like to demonstrate my multiple levels of loud. Here's loud number one. Here's loud number two. Here's loud number three. Is that pretty good? I have lots of levels of loud.
1: I prefer three. But then it feels <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> ASMR-y, and maybe we don't give the listeners that kind of vibe. Let's let's talk about tequila shots. Shot, gonna... shot, shot, shot,
0: <laughs> shot, There's some people that are really into ASMR. Um, I'm not one of them, but I mean, uh, just because it's not for me, that doesn't mean it's necessarily wrong. Remember,
2: not everything has to be for you
0: or about you.
2: That's so... true. I want to give a disclaimer. Typically, before we get into the podcasting, I take my Invisalign retainers out so I'm not, like, lisping the whole time. I apologize in advance, I forgot to take them out. Oh, so great, enjoy. Thank,
0: thank you for uh, taking this very serious podcast very seriously. We we appreciate that. It's a You special. keep that
1: Invisalign in. Keep I'm it.
0: going to. They're in there. Lining <laughs> mm-hmm. well, we up my Teefees. Mm-hmm. Toofies?
1: Well- what about Toofies.
0: Well, now that we've uh, set expectations at an appropriate level uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, Steffers mentioned shots, 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 uh, that sounds like the perfect segue to everybody's favorite new segment. It's this week in Disney history. (laughs) Turn down for what? Turn down for
1: what? Great segue. You're doing great, bud. I
0: am a segment machine I just want to point out how ridiculous and over-the-top and stupid the uh, sounder I put together for This Week in Disney History is because, um, uh, uh, as I've pointed out in the past, When I think of history, I can only think of Little John. So uh, this week, we are looking at March 5th through the 11th. March 5th, 1983, on this date in Disney history, the Journey into Imagination attraction, presented by Kodak, officially opens at Epcot's Future World, located in the Imagination Pavilion. Journey into Imagination features the Dreamfinder, who teaches Figment, as we all know, a small purple creature with uh, orange sheer horns voiced by Billy Barty to use his imagination. This ride features the song One Little Spark, composed by the legendary Sherman Brothers. The Imagination Pavilion, uh, featuring the Magic Journey film, has been opened since the park's debut on October 1st, 1982. Now, over the years, the attraction will go through different incarnations. We're talking Journey Into Your Imagination in 1999. And Journey Into Imagination with Bigman later, three years, 2002 um uh, I think I have some buried suppressed memories of the original journey into imagination but this is one of those things that unfortunately, The most I've seen of it is through other people's experience of Journey Into Imagination on like, you know, YouTube videos of people's other experiences. Um, Jay, I know you're ever so slightly older than me. Uh, Do you have any personal experience, personal memories of the original Journey Into uh, Imagination that made its debut 1983, March 5th?
2: Yes, because I am the resident old man of this podcast. (laughs) I do remember the original version. Of journey into imagination with the dream finder on his magical airship and it was amazing it, i mean the the fact that we've never gotten anything close to it since it got uh changed and and you know quote unquote updated you know <laughs> is pretty sad because the original version of the ride was uh legendary and it was unique it was groundbreaking in the way that they sort of did the you know your car was moving along with the airship and there were i guess there were a couple airships so it sort of like rotated around with you i don't know it was really neat um it had a different kind of energy it was fun it was whimsical and we've just never been able to recapture that again i i, I hope that the future for this ride is to you know go back bring tony baxter in as he has volunteered to get back involved and, and help to rejuvenate the ride and bring new life to figment as opposed to just totally retheming and making it inside out or something, which I think is maybe more likely, but um, I'll be sad when that day comes because I've been hanging on to this hope that someday we could recapture the magic of imagination.
0: Yeah. I would echo what you said. And unfortunately it does seem like a retheme into inside out does seem more likely, especially we got an inside out sequel coming at some point, uh, down the pike and, uh, I'm just curious, at any point in the original Journey into Imagination, did Figment blast you with skunk Stick? <laughs>
2: Uh, not to my memory, no. Okay,
0: all right, because because I feel like that would be something you uh you you might remember. But uh, happy birthday to the original uh, iteration of Journey into Imagination. 1983 also was a big date uh, on March the 8th when uh, United States President Ronald Reagan visited Epcot. He was uh, escorted by the president of Walt Disney World at the time. That was uh, Dick Nunes and several hundred math and science students from Central Florida. He first visited visits the American Experience attraction before making an afternoon speech at a podium located on the World Showcase Lagoon, directly opposed of, uh, or opposite, excuse me, of Spaceship Earth. Uh, Reagan goes on to speak of the promise of Epcot Center and what it means to his friend Walt Disney and to the world. Long pause about how Disney and politics used to be able to play nice with each other. Long pause. Uh, Long pause. All right, and we're moving, March 8th, 1999. We talked about it a few weeks ago, Disney's Doug Live. Now, Jay, I'm gonna bring you in, Steffers. This is uh, might be more your speed. There was a time when ABC slash Disney decided to buy the rights to, at the time, Nickelodeon's Doug, uh, one of the original Nicktoons, um, and featured him very heavily in their Saturday morning cartoon lineup and to the point where Doug had some representation in the Disney MGM studios. There was a Doug and I believe it was Patty mayonnaise and Roger Klotz character meet and greet. And there was also Disney's Doug Live, uh, that show makes its official debut in the ABC TV theater on this date, March 8th, in 1999. The 30 minute musical stage show, uh, is based on the cartoon series Doug, obviously, and it's performed five times daily from 1999 through May of 2001. So, uh, in the scheme of things, doesn't really have a long run, and I don't know if it had the Return on investment Disney was necessarily looking for when it bought Doug from Nickelodeon because I remember at the time it's like granted I was going through that quote unquote edgy time where it's like yeah everything sucks and is stupid now so uh, I remember falling out of you know the habit of watching Doug on a regular basis like I had previously. But even when I did tune in to watch Doug, there was definitely something different from when he went from Nickelodeon to ABC. And I don't know, it really kind of felt like it lost some speed off the fastball, so to speak. Um, um, I'll, I'll I'll just ask y'all, do you have any memories of Doug Live, of uh, Doug, or Disney's Doug, when it was on ABC or Doug in Disney Parks?
2: I, I don't, Steppers, do you?
1: in the parks no i also forgot that they did that like i think doug now i'm like doubting myself but i feel like doug was like my nick thing but then it was disney i didn't that brain broke i (laughs) don't i think i i partially remember the change but i don't think i've ever seen it reflected like park wise but also that sounds terrifying
2: yeah, i've only ever known it as a as an anecdote like i didn't see it myself but i've heard people talk about it and that that was during a time i guess where i didn't take a disney trip and then it was gone before i did so mm-hmm.
0: totally yeah it. yeah i was in the same boat that was when me and my family weren't going down to disney so it was a thing that came and went from or in between my trips and uh i did mention there there were meet and greets and there were "Quote unquote character interactions of Doug and crew—they were more human than they were character—and uh, if you can find some pictures of what Disney was doing with Doug, um, uh, kind of slightly terrifying if we're being completely honest. So, uh, maybe, maybe it's best that it was only up from March of 1999, running through May of 2001. Uh, March 10th, 1985. Uh, if you're a, if you don't love Carousel of Progress but you do love corporate sponsorship, this is a dark day for you because March 10th, 1985 is the last day that General Electric is the corporate sponsor of Carousel of Progress. Uh, GE's association with the attraction does go all the way back to the 1964-1965 New York World's Fair. Now, I know a lot of us roll our eyes. I know a lot of us Kind of gnash our teeth, for the lack of a better term. It's like, oh wow, I can't believe the corporation is 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 having to sponsor attractions. This is still something that is somewhat common to this day. I mean, Tron's getting ready to open, and what is it? A uh, what 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 rental car company is is
2: Enterprise?
0: Enterprise. There we go. So I mean, like this is a this is a practice that's still very alive in 2023. So I mean, it's just. It's just kind of the way things are right now. And there are several other corporate sponsorships throughout the parks. So, I mean, it's like, yeah, it
2: People is what it is. That. People forget that. Like, it was much more common back in the day. I actually will tell you my favorite era of of Space Mountain uh, was when it was sponsored by FedEx. Because they had this awesome uh, pre-show, like when you were in the queue. They had TVs all around the Space Mountain queue. And it was a news broadcast from around the galaxy. I loved it. It was great. Hmm. I don't think and, I knew that FedEx sponsored uh, Space Mountain. Yeah, it was Mario Lopez was the host. Oh, Slater? <laughs> yeah. It was great. I missed that big time. Um, but it was much more common. But like Living with the Land used to be sponsored by Chiquita. Uh, I don't know if it still is, but it was. Um, that's why probably why they, there's a nice little uh, section of bananas. As that you would that would greenhouse. make
0: sense. Corporate synergy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those fun words and i mean like how many how many sponsors has a uh, test track
2: been through yeah a lot i mean obviously it was like the you know, og is better
0: well uh, i i don't right. disagree we've talked about yeah. that uh, on previous episodes uh, Jay, where do you fall in do you, uh, on this conversation you prefer og uh, crash dummy uh, test track or kind of uh, like like knockoff tron
2: <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm an old school test track okay tracker. all right,
0: right. we're For in agreement sure. here on does does disney yeah. bring it back disney bring it back because i know you're listening oh and finally um um uh, ironicism abounds on march 11th 1966 several landowners all fully and in- fully owned as subsidiaries of the walt disney world company petitioned the circuit court of the ninth uh, judicial circuit uh which serves orange county florida For the creation of Reedy Creek Drainage District, Um, uh, the drainage district will be incorporated May 13th as a public corporation. The land within Disney World will become part of, oh, I don't know, this little thing that definitely hasn't been in the news here recently, the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which allows Disney to exercise quasi-governmental powers over the area.
2: Remember when Disney... Remember when Disney built a nuclear power plant? That was fun, and an airport. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy, um, what a great segue!
0: See, staffers, you were making fun of my segues earlier. This is this ah this this is a segue, ladies and gentlemen, because um, uh here's the latest update. Hold on, I, I'm actually going to take a sip of beer here real quick.
2: Oh. Uh. Okay. There's your ASMR, ladies and gentlemen. Mm,
0: do you like that? Um um <laughs> weird. So, um, latest update in the as the Reedy Creek District turns. Um, maybe we have some resolution to this whole thing because last week, uh Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed a bill for the state of Florida to assume control of the Reedy Creek Improvement District. This bill, which is uh, vastly different than a uh, 2002 effort to fully dismantle the district, uh, seeks to rename the district and allow the governor to appoint five people to the Board of Directors. These appointments would need to pass the Florida Senate to be confirmed, but that at this point does seem to be a formality given the political mix of the legislature at the moment. DeSantis has appointed donors and loyalists, and it is expected that there won't be any major difficulties of those being confirmed to the uh, board. Um, So let's go ahead and I will mention uh, those who have been appointed to the uh, board Uh, We have Bridget Ziegler. We have uh, Brian Angus Jr., uh, Mike Sasso, uh, Martin Garcia, and Ron Perry. Um, uh, And uh, you can read up on these individuals. Um, It's exactly what you would expect. Ron DeSantis has appointed... Um, DeSantis loyalists uh, to this board of directors so it's kind of what I was afraid of when this uh, when we were getting rumblings of what was going to end up happening in this piece of legislation uh, not a lot was going to change except this board of directors and what I was afraid was going to happen is that Ron DeSantis was going to install proxies for himself and that looks exactly like what's going to happen um, we will see what If anything comes of this, and uh, I guess we'll just leave it at that, because quite frankly, I just want to talk about fun stuff that happens in the parks. But unfortunately, this is an instance where real life rears its ugly head into our fun little Disney bubble. And unfortunately, it seems like the uh, real world has a permanent installation inside said fun little Disney bubble now. And it is, a uh, unfortunately, a vengeful permanence in our fun little Disney bubble. So uh, we will see. We will
2: see indeed. Yeah, I don't have anything good to say about this, so I would like to move on. <laughs>
0: well, especially since you live in Florida and you might have to register uh, your blog if uh, if you talk about us, said uh, noted Disney villain Ron DeSantis. going <clears> to <throat> take another sip of my beer.
2: Yeah. This is one of those where it's just like... Yeah. I, I Again, I don't have anything nice to say, so...
1: So we'll Steppers. move on to brighter horizons. Steffers, how's ET something.
2: doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're not talking about ET. This is a Disney podcast. Moving on. Uh, Passholder preview for Tron Light Cycle Run. Justin, did you did you did you go? I have ride my the preview one?
2: set. I, I'm supposed to be going with Rob on Wednesday. Oh, that's exciting! Uh-oh. So, yeah. So so
0: so if. Uh, if uh, we're fortunate enough, you can join us next week. Maybe we can uh, expect a uh, report slash review of a uh, right.
2: Tron Light Cycle run. Possibly, yes. Um, I will say next Sunday happens to be my one-year anniversary with the the lovely girlfriend who's in the next room. So um, we'll, we'll so see. No, so no, so we're not. So no, no report slash review next week. I could, record, you, I could do an instant reaction maybe at the time and send it to you.
0: Okay, that would work. I, I, will, I will talk to the producer of this podcast. We'll see if we can uh, arrange for that. But uh, yeah, we are in the throes of uh, passholder previews for Tron Light Cycle Run started uh, March 3rd. Or excuse me march 4th and runs through the 12th i do believe that it is uh fully booked up so if you're an ap and somehow this is breaking news to you um uh, first of all please start checking your email from disney and don't rely on this podcast that drops at 5 a.m every monday morning as your only source of disney news we greatly appreciate you putting all, all all your eggs in this specific basket but i mean diversify your egg portfolio that's what i'm saying (laughs)
2: that's (laughs) good advice i want to say too like one thing um to give disney a compliment which i i feel like sometimes we we don't always shine lights when they do the right thing um the pass holder previews were during a time period when some pass holders could have been blocked out and and as it turns out if a pass holder made a reservation for a Tron Tron preview on a day that their pass is blocked out, Disney is actually gonna grant them access to the park that day. So awesome, yes, yeah, yes, 1,000%, cool.
0: pre- yes. And, and Jay, you are right, I know it's it's the cool thing to do to be all, you know, negative Nancy or, or, or negative Nate. Sorry to Nates and Nancys <laughs> out there, don't wanna slam y'all, but you know, literation is fun, ladies, love literation. Um. But yeah, if there is a positive, we do want to, you know, shine a light on it. It's it's not all bad news. It doesn't have to be us talking about um, uh, the Reedy Creek Improvement District Project all the time. But yeah, uh, we are in uh, the pass holder preview of Tron Light Cycle Run. Um, As we've talked about in past episodes, I don't know if uh, my fat ass is going to be able to get on said Tron Light Cycle Run. But uh, I'd like to at least find out and give it a shot. Next time hey, I'm down try. because because but by, by the time I'm down, it's going to be open because this thing opens April 4th, which we're less than a month away of of this thing actually finally honest to god opening to everybody.
2: <laughs> it, it seems like we've been waiting years. Oh wait, we have. <laughs> um, I will say, like from what I've heard, Landon, um, it depends on your calf girth. So yeah. if you happen to be a person with really large calves. It might have trouble locking your calves into the to the bike. So, you, hey, look, there's a, there is a test ride vehicle outside. It's always a good idea when there is one of those to give it a shot so that hopefully you save yourself the potential walk of shame. Um, in this case, luckily, there is a, a car for people who don't necessarily fit comfortably into the Tron bikes. Or I guess you could just choose to do that anyway if you're just like, I don't feel comfortable um, leaning forward, like sitting on the bike like that. But, yeah. Um, always do those test cars the test yes seats, if you mm-hmm. can and you'll get a little green light if it works so
0: well and and speaking of green light and speaking of uh corporate synergy we talked a little bit earlier on uh corporate sponsorship uh there is a team green experience for uh rent and uh that is that is apparently uh where you know your, your, your Tron bike turns green. So, you know, uh, there's, there's that you can look forward to. So hopefully everything uh, goes green light for you when you do try and a get on said bike and uh, who knows, maybe you can be on a team green, but uh, I am quite curious. We got to see some pictures and images of the queue, including uh, the locker room, because again, this is the first Disney Walt Disney World attraction that does require you to put your stuff in a locker before you get on the attraction even though there is a small compartment where you can put your stuff in your bike so uh, just remember where you store your
2: crap when you get on Tron Light Cycle Run yeah remember your, remember your locker number I can't wait for some Tron locker room talk I'm, I'm excited about that
1: <laughs> I'm going
2: to get into it in the Tron locker room I'll be talking about everybody's identity disc. It's gonna be dirty. Lord.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wish you could see Stepper's face right now. She she's just so uncomfortable. Quite frankly, Stepper's is all of us. We're all uncomfortable right now. Thank
2: you, Jay. I feel totally comfortable. I know I'm you do.
1: I I know that the the order of these are whatever, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the kingdom if that's cool with y'all. Because sure, I'm, go for it. Uh, Magic Kingdom adds the inclusive doll to It's a Small World. Yeah, yeah, that's Um, I I love that. So cool. I love that too. Um, I this is my thing. I have a terrible time. Number one, if y'all don't know, I'm blind, not literally, but like I can't see distance very well. I don't know if I'm gonna even be able to see (laughs) this new edition because (laughs) I have no awareness and i also have no dis like even with glasses i've learned it ain't it for me so someone take a picture and please tag me i know that they took a picture for the article but someone take a like a live photo and send it to me because you know what what is that wrong
2: it's just funny the concept of a live photo is that not a video or a live stream i don't know what is a live photo i think well, we might be photo. arguing schematics here. <laughs> Schem- <laughs> i'll argue schematics <laughs> all day long <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes if you don't know what uh steppers is referring to on uh, it's a small world they are adding a uh, a child who looks to be playing some sort of flute not a pan flute just a regular flute but is it a wheelchair
2: and that's awesome Look, um, I'm um, I'm all for inclusion. We shouldn't we should absolutely include kids who want to play flutes. Why not? <laughs> Let's not hate on kids who play flutes. That doesn't make them less than you.
0: Oh, Justin.
2: That's that's
0: that is 100% true and uh and we here on does does Disney, we we agree with that statement of uh, of one Justin monorail.
2: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Are we still uncomfortable cuz I can go there?
0: moving on to yeah yeah uh, this is Let's... an up, uh, this is an update from uh, last week's solo episode when it was topiary talk 2023 told you ladies love literation. uh we now have a full list of the topiaries of the newly kicked off International Flower and Garden Festival for 2023, including designating what new topiaries are making their very first debut for the Flower and Garden Festival uh, over at Epcot. Uh, Kicking it right off at the main entrance, uh, Encanto is on Main Street. Well, it's not on Main Street. It's in Epcot, not uh, Magic Kingdom. Uh the Encanto display uh featuring Mirabelle, Antonio, Isabella, and Louisa. It's gonna be in your main in your main entrance, topiary. I've seen pictures, uh the Encanto, uh the Encanto. I sound like my dad. Uh Encanto is also featured at the uh nighttime show when they light up uh, uh my girl, the Epcot ball, spaceship earth, uh with uh, The song that uh, Isabella and uh, Mirabelle sing in in Encanto with the accompanying light show. I think it looks awesome. I love that Disney continues to give Spaceship Earth that nighttime treatment. I could see it once. I could see it a million times. It could be the same song. It could be a new song every time every hair on my body stands up. And, and, and a little bit of tear uh, forms in the corner of my eyes and then down my face. Big, beautiful, manly tears. Uh, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Chip, Dale, and Pluto. Uh, they're going to be in the bridge to uh, the World Showcase and World Celebration. Uh, your Toy Story representation is going to be Woody, Bo Peep, and her sheep in the uh, world nature near the land pavilion, uh, Goofy. Gets to stand alone this time, just in the world showcase. New for this year's Flower and Garden Festival, we got Tiana. That's going to be in the American Adventure Pavilion. Very excited that Tiana is getting some representation with her very own topiary. Very, very cool.
2: Yeah, and it looks awesome. That one I've seen pictures of it, and it looks beautiful every time. I I love the Tiani Tiani <laughs> topiary. That's easy for me to say. Can I say as we're going down the list, not to steal your thunder, uh, Dawes, but Uh, I just enjoy, as going down this list, you've got Tiana in the American Adventure, Buzz Lightyear over by World Discovery Space, which works perfectly, Mm -hmm. Donald and Daisy, Community Garden near Connections, Figment near Imagination, The Three Caballeros, Mexico, Anna and Elsa in Norway, Troll. Yeah, just Troll. Just Troll. (laughs) Troll. That's my favorite.
0: Is it it any specific Troll? No, it's just Troll. No. Troll.
1: Yeah, but then it's followed by Dragon. Oh, is it a a special dragon? Dragon.
2: Dragon. Everyone knows the Japan dragon. (laughs) Yeah, the Japan dragon.
1: (laughs) Okay, but do we know the China Pavilion Pandas?
2: Pandas. Pandas.
1: That's, I mean, I get it. We're on brand here, however. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get it together. Get it it together. Yeah, it does Uh, seem
0: weird that Norway, Japan, and China, they just have like some... um, I mean, I understand it is on brand. It is on theme for the pavilion uh, countries. They're uh, representing
2: kind of generic representation, yeah. though. Well, then you've got like a nice long run of characters and then you get to geese. in And <laughs> 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 why, why could that not be Brother Bear?
1: Why can't they do a Mulan topiary? Doesn't for have sure. to be actually Mulan. But like, why can't you do like a little? It's fine. It, it's fine. Pandas. Pandas, panda,
2: panda. panda. <laughs> I got bras in later. Oh
1: yeah! wait, but there's more exciting ones. Your your faves Sorry. are are a little bit further down. Um, I'm I'm gonna run through some of Do these it. until yeah, we get yeah, to your faves. It. Uh, Simba and friends are between imagination and the land pavilion, as well as Pumbaa and Timon. I don't know why they put it like that. Why didn't? Yeah, they why just... would they
0: break them up, especially when one is called Simba and friends, and and the friends are <laughs> Rafi... are they not friends?
2: <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> Oh man! Is 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 this breaking news? Is the Lion <laughs> Kingdom fractured?
2: There's a fracture amongst so, the savannah. So
0: apparently, oh. Pumbaa and Timon are on the outs with Simba, Rafiki, Mufasa, and
1: Sarabi. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Uh-oh. this is fine news breaking news uh snow white and the seven dwarves you can find in the germany pavilion lady and the tramp at the ital italian italian it's the italian pavilion they're in italy Italy. Uh, beauty and the beast you can find in france okay they did it again beauty and the beast and lumiere (laughs) and cogsworth they separated them but you can find them both in the france pavilion and hold the phone Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy between yeah. France and Morocco.
2: And Miss Piggy got an update this year. Um, yeah, so she looks a little different. I, last year and in years past, she's just been like a solid green topiary. And this year, she's got some color.
0: So. Oh, and uh, speaking of another uh, topiary that got a little bit of an update, uh, Figment also, uh, his topiary got mm-hmm. a little bit of an update. Uh, got uh, got spruced up just nice. a little bit. So
2: Yeah, I like it. Spruce, another instance. that's a good word for it.
0: Ah, because you know it's a flower. Hey, look at this <laughs> professional
2: podcaster, y'all. Peter Pan, Captain Hook, and TikTok Croc are over there guarding the the fish and chips pavilion. That is I, such I a it. cool
0: topiary, particularly TikTok
2: Croc. Like
0: yeah. I, I saw that I, I might have been last year when me and Theme Park Rob were hanging out. Like I walked by that thing, I'm like, holy crap! We we talk about how these topiaries are really works of art. Seen TikTok Croc, that is a work of art.
2: Yeah. And then we got Winnie the Pooh and Friends at the UK. Um, yeah, that works. I was going to say, you know, because Pooh is always out, like, catching butterflies by imagination, maybe they should. Oh, that's it, right, it, yeah. But but UK makes sense. Uh, Tinkerbell's Fairy House Garden is awesome over in the UK. Bambi and Friends. So they're using up all the uh, imagination uh, area that they've got to use because she's Bambi, he, and Friends are over there by imagination geeks wait bambi's
1: Canada. a boy yeah bambi's a boy <laughs>
2: We're <gonna> well just... <laughs> i don't honestly i don't know i've never asked bambi and i don't know if anyone ever did but I don't... hey, hey d- don't don't take
0: this away this is the one time anybody's going to be able to utter the phrase that they learned something on does does disney uh, jay come on wait
1: You know what? We're going to move on. However, I I, I don't think I knew that, but I also don't think I've watched Bambi because everyone like I uh, Google is a great tool. And we're all Googling right now to make sure. (laughs) I learned something new today. I will say I don't think I will ever watch Bambi. I think the characters are cute. I refuse. And that is why I did not know the inner workings of the Bambi.
2: I don't don't think they ever specifically say, but does it I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen Bambi. How
1: can you tell Look, a male versus a female
2: uh, deer? They're horns. They grow, yeah, horns. Males. Does Bambi males have
1: some this? little horns Antlers,
2: antlers. They're called antlers, not horns. They, males grow a real nice rack.
1: Okay, but there are no racks indicated in, in these photos. What? He's so a baby. Don't they get the little nubs? <laughs> that we're deviating, <laughs> we're deviating. Oh from wow, we top. are so <laughs> off
0: in the weeds, which is appropriate because we're talking about topiaries at this year's International Flower and Garden Festival, and finally, we got butterflies at the main entrance. C- Cincy.
1: Scentsy honey. It's scentsy. scentsy
0: Garden. I okay, thank you. Uh Butterfly House and World Showcase. Yeah, y'all give me the one that has the word that I can't
1: say. Scentsy is the little wax melts and the warmers that I uh have shown you. The R2, I have the R2D2 one and I have the castle right there. This is a, an audio podcast, but I am pointing to my Sensi wax <laughs> warmers. I just the to only let
0: thing know. I know about those things is They're way too expensive for me to invest in, so.
1: I've invested in two, three. I've invested in three, and that's all I need. Unless they come out with the Mulan one.
0: I I spent $70 in Rastlin action figures this weekend. So
1: Clearly, I am the
0: picture of uh, spending your money wisely. Responsibly,
2: yeah. Exactly. I I was gifted a a Cincy uh, R2-D2 as part of my housewarming. Otherwise, I would not have them, but it's nice. I like it. And, 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 Twinsies. and when you when you turn it on it puts a hologram of leia on the wall
1: pretty it does cool. indeed it's pretty legit um there's a bunch of uh flower beds and things y'all can <laughs> y'all can read this list uh, it's cool it, yeah, it there's yeah. variety i'm i'm not reading the list i'm saying y'all like the listener can read all. okay all right.
2: it's true and i'm gonna move us on to the best news uh it league. is and it that is, is of course that Cali river rapids reopens oh. early from <laughs> refurbishment
0: <laughs> That's... he zigged when we thought he was gonna zag ladies and gentlemen
1: somehow i'm not surprised but i actually really like cali river rapids it reminds me of popeyes and it's a vibe
2: california love <laughs> sorry cali, no, to think no. of cali shake it cali um It's it's reopened early, so yeah, it was it
0: was supposed to what reopen seventeenth, so so
2: it opened a couple
0: weeks early. As I look at my cat, so so yeah, well, it's like almost two weeks early. But I mean, like it's getting to that. Time of the year down in Florida, where it's like you might want to get drenched from head to toe and yeah. get on and, and walk around and AK with wet socks and shoes. And well, then this is what I was 45 minutes after the fact, you're going to question why you did that and then come to not like Cali River Rapids. Like, yeah, we, else we hit suffers. 90
2: degrees last week, so uh, it's 85 today. So, I mean, it was yeah. 36
0: this morning when I took Zoe out. <laughs> I- <laughs>
2: I, I I'm sorry for your loss there. I mean I, I although I will say I don't know if it's much better to go out and immediately have, you know, swamp ass, but I don't I don't know which is the better <laughs> option. Uh <Unclear>. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a toss up really. Yeah, that's
0: actually our question of the week this week.
1: <laughs> um but speaking on the same vein of uh water watery things, I just throwing this in. Typhoon Lagoon's gonna reopen March nineteenth, which is you know Fun facts. Summer. Just in time
0: for Blizzard Beach to close.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Typhoon Lagoon is the only one I've been to. And I can Me tell you too. It's, it's really fun. I liked it mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I would love to go to Blizzard Beach. I hear people say Typhoon Lagoon is, is better. I wish I could have gone when they still had the shark reef open that you could like swim through. You got to snorkel. I've in there, done actually. that. I would have loved to do that. And they don't have it anymore. That's
1: um, where I did it. I thought I've been to somewhere else that did it. But it was Typhoon Lagoon.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they used to. Ah!
1: It well, it was fun while it lasted. It was cold, but it was fun.
2: Cold. Cold. Um, cold. Yeah. Cold. And I, I know they're bringing out, bringing back the H two O Glow Nights this year too, which is pretty cool. That's something I'd like to do at some point. But, um, yeah. I, I before, before we totally move on for it, I, I just want to check, Steffers. You said you're, you're a fan of Cali River Rapids, right? You, you enjoy yeah. it. hmm Landon, what is, what's your opinion on it?
0: I wish I had uh, another set of arms so I could give that ride four thumbs down.
1: <laughs> oh. I Am do I... not
2: like Cali River. Raffa. Am
1: I in the minority?
2: I don't know that you're in the minority. I, I'm not a fan personally, but why? why? Because I feel like raft rides like that are at a lot of other parks. I don't think it's particularly unique, and I and I just wish, mm-hmm. like if you if you ever watch the um, Imagine, I think it's in the Imagineering story. Joe Rody talks about what the plan for that ride was supposed to be, and they had to cut it way back. And I think if they had been able to build it with the story it was supposed to have, it would have been better. But to me, there's not much Disney in it. It's just a raft yep. ride. Mm-hmm. That, that's my opinion, and I and I just don't like to get wet. Either, yes, so. and well, and yeah. that is
0: that is an attraction where I mean there's no ifs ands or buts about it. You are going to get wet, and you're going to get uncomfortably yeah. wet the majority of the time. But, like, but I think, like when when I was talking about, you're going to walk around the parks, and you're going to have wet socks and shoes for the rest of the day. That 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 comes from personal experience. The one time that I got on that, attraction.
2: yeah. But but I think you're not alone, Steppers. I, I've talked to plenty of people who love it for you know one reason Thank or another, you. and. I I just wondered if maybe I was alone on this podcast and not not liking it.
1: No, but I can actually see where you're coming from. I don't look at it from a theming perspective or like a a unique perspective. Like, I would agree that it's not really unique or whatever, but um, I do enjoy water rides. So I think Hmm. that that's where my...
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Now it's I look,
1: and
0: and speaking of Cali River and the, I guess, theming or lack thereof, I do know there is a uh raft or a rapid ride uh at another Disney park. I wish I could remember which one that's overseas, where it's similar, you're going down whitewater rapids or whatever, but there's like this giant prehistoric crocodile. You're like either going into the lair or it's chasing you or something, and the payoff is you get to come across this animatronic of it and it is like this 30-foot monster and it looks just awesome. Now that I would get on for just to see that animatronic, but I mean Cali River Rapids unfortunately doesn't have anything like that. I mean like I could I could go what 30, 45 minutes up the road from where I'm living and go to Dollywood and, and in my opinion get a very similar ride to uh it there rapid attraction that i could at cali river yeah. rapid
2: so and that's i guess just too, me, though. i guess too like i think of it at SeaWorld they've got infinity falls which they say is like one of the tallest it has one of the tallest drops of a raft ride in the world or something so that's at least some unique feature i've still not done it but um i don't know i just i just wish there was more to it that's all it's it's not that i i think it's a waste of time for people who like it i just wish personally for me if there was if there was more of a hook i would i would want to do it more Hook,
1: line, and sinker. Sorry, that's name it after the movie Hook.
2: Yeah, yeah, we want we want (laughs) Dustin Hoffman
0: in it. Like, like, like he's in the attraction, not an animatronic, the actual human being. He's not doing much these days, right? Yep, nothing. He's he's
2: totally free.
0: Well, speaking Speaking of, of
1: dang! Ah, Look at
0: that. (laughs) We're getting aboard the uh, transition train.
1: I (laughs) will say. This is the number one piece of news today in the in the world of the internet. ET I- has updated their. <laughs> <piece> <laughs> of- <laughs>
0: Everybody's zigging when I they think they're zinging.
1: No, on. that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> um, if y'all don't know, March first, uh, the latest season of The Mandalorian uh, was released on Disney Plus. Season three. Thank you, because I couldn't remember what season we were on. Um, and the East Coast got a nice surprise by The Mandalorian and Grogu appearing and meeting at galaxy's edge which i think is pretty lit friends and for the older folks lit means amazing and awesome
2: in star wars terminology <laughs> you could call it wizard
0: yes, oh. yes this, this is definitely wizard you yeah. don't yes. know what that
1: means too too that's that ask that. young
2: Anakin
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh
1: th- man this is
0: a, this is great news. B, this is long overdue. And I know the reason that Disney gave why Mando and Baby Yoda, yes, I know his name is Grogu, but Grogu I think sounds like a knockoff for Grogert. Um, or yogurt? Gogurt? Gogurt, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but the reason Disney gave is because uh, Batu, Galaxy's Edge, whatever you want to call it, is setting a timeline between episode eight and episode nine. That makes me roll my eyes. I'm like, Disney, I'm giving you all this, gotta remember to edit this, giving you all this fucking money. All I want is a Mandalorian and Baby Yoda meet and greet and you wouldn't give it to me. And now they finally come to their senses and Imagineer, Scott uh, Trowbridge, uh, addresses the break in the timeline It's a little bit of a lengthy quote, so everybody strap in, quote, since Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened in 2019, Star Wars Storytelling has experienced a galactic expansion to include many new characters and stories across a wide range of settings. Now... Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is likewise expanding the stories guests can encounter when visiting. Having been designed from the outset to connect from a broad range of Star Wars storytelling, Black Spire Outpost has played a role in many of these stories stretching over thousands of years. And while up to now, we have mostly shared these stories connections through media and publishing, we will soon give visitors to Batuu an opportunity to connect with these fan favorite stories with the immersive details and authenticity that Star Wars Galaxy Edge designed to deliver. We are committed to the long history of Batuu and the collection of amazing characters who inhabit the outpost, including our legacy characters and original characters. And we know that we will feel the same way about new and future characters from the ever-expanding galaxy of Star Wars storytelling. While we as visitors may be able to experience different stories throughout Star Wars history, the characters on Batuu cannot. They will remain in their specific story and timeline and won't interact with other characters from stories that would not be appropriate for them, end quote. So I think this is a nice middle ground that the Imagineers have found where they can still A, keep their original vision of Two, where it is in between episode eight and episode nine and these cast members who are playing these roles um can continue to tell their stories and then be on the other side giant entitled man babies like me who are just jumping up and down screaming give me my f-ing grogu uh they can you know make everybody happy
1: Step. i have a question thank yes. you um this might be a stupid question but weren't they already appearing on the west coast yeah. So yeah, what they, was uh-huh. the logic for that? I Are don't know. Not, okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure that <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. we're just... I, all right. I will,
2: I'll tell you what the problem is. The problem is the Galactic Star Cruiser. Because the Galactic Star Cruiser is taking place in a very specific period of time. And it is all about the story and so the issue there is that people who are passengers on the Galactic Star Cruiser, when they do their excursion on Batuu, they could not be interacting with Grogu and Mandalorian, technically, based on the time period they're supposed to be in. Because it's you know, you've you've got characters we saw in the new trilogy that are participate in the Galactic Star Cruiser. It is locked into a time period. That's why.
0: I I mean, I understand that, but at the same time, if I was paying uh the price that they were to be on the Galactic Star, Star Cruiser. By the way, uh, I loved your episode with Nate where y'all broke down uh, his experience on the Galactic Star Cruiser on the Passholder oh, Lounge. Highly recommend y'all go listen to it after you finish listening to this. Uh, honestly, I have your download. I have your click. I don't care. Um, and I was told that I, that no, the Mandalorian, no, Baby Yoda, Grogu, Gogurt, whatever you want to call them, they're not here. That would that would aggravate me. And then if I asked a cast member why, oh well, they don't, they don't exist in this timeline. Di- Disney, come on. Come on. I-, I I understand what you're going for, but kind of the Steffer's yeah. point, they're already appearing in Disneyland. Bef- literally this week before this story broke, we got news that, uh, that uh, um, Mando and Grogu are going to start doing meet and greets in Disneyland Paris. So, I mean, before this story broke, it felt like this pair that everybody wanted was going everywhere but Disney World. So I'm yeah. glad that Disney's finally like, okay, let's just let's just give entitled ding-dongs like land and what they want. And on top of that, they they said this is not a limited edition meet and greet. This isn't something special just for the launch of Mando season 3, which is after I got it's like, "Oh my god, it's happening." That was literally the first thought I had. It's like, "Oh no, watch this be like a oh, it's going to be for 2 weeks and then they're gone." type yeah. situation they they confirmed no this is this is going to be something that is going to be on the meet and greet schedule at Hollywood studios indefinitely or until they decide to change course and there's like a time rift and they reset the star wars continuity timeline or something but i i I do see what you're getting at, Jay, but but there's oh. but like 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 it, it it it's only a sliver of people that are actually in Galaxy's Edge that are experiencing what sounds like a really cool experience that Nate and it seems like everybody who does go on the Galactic Star Cruiser experience.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not saying it's a valid argument, I, but I will say this: um, I'm on. <laughs> I am a walking contradiction because. <laughs> I want the very specific, deep, immersive storytelling that we started with in Batuu, Black Spire Outpost Star Wars mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge. I want the menus to say tip you. I don't want chicken on the menus. I want like I want all that stuff that but the problem is I am part of a fandom like that is has a deep love and knowledge of Star Wars and is all about like just put me in that even if it feels a little weird and I have to get used to it, I want that experience. But the everyday guest to Hollywood Studios doesn't necessarily fall into that group of people. Maybe, maybe let's say, even if it's 80%, well, you don't want the 20% of people that go in there to be totally alienated because they don't know what Tip-Yip is. They don't know what a Mm -hmm. refresher is. They're there to see the Grogu. They're there to see the Mandalorian. And they're like, why are they not here? Like, that that explanation just doesn't hold water. So... So I get it why you know why they're doing it. And then there's the part of me that's like, but also I think it's cool if they stick to their guns. But I don't know. I well, yeah, and way. and
0: yeah, and 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 I agree with everything you said. And, and it's like I, I remember the experience me, you, and old man Frank of Dillo's Diz had when we were there day one. That's when they were still unfortunately, I think getting as close as they can to the vision that they had when they launched. Yeah, Galaxy's Edge because the menu did read like like it was an out of this world menu. If you did ask for a bathroom, be like, Oh, we don't know what bathrooms are, but if you're looking for a refresher, it's just no, uh, yeah. three doors down to the right or something like that.
2: No, they were at uh, they were at Universal last week. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but you know, and, and people had a problem with it, they were getting exactly. guest complaints, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's they, why they, this has changed. They
0: had to find a middle ground, and and I kind of feel like this is this is
2: what this is. Yeah, it is.
1: Um I just have one comment to make that has absolutely nothing to deal with the story and this whole conversation y'all were just going back and forth about. Um I feel bad for the Mandalorian in the Florida 90 degree heat and I just want all of y'all <laughs> to be very nice to this this person. Um and maybe get them uh, a little internal air conditioner because i I hope, I, 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 hope,
2: just, <laughs> I hope they've got a camel back under that suit or something no kidding. like, like yeah.
1: that's my concern that's the first thing that i looked at i was like man this looks cool but yeah. man in 90 degrees i'm li- i would cry I did you pass
0: out yeah did you think man this looks cool and then immediately think man this does not look cool
1: uh it, it still looked cool it just it, <laughs> it looked a little hot yeah, a little, right. Little, little sizzly. Like maybe I could cook an <laughs> egg on his helmet, you know?
0: Well, well, I will say when I was in Hollywood Studios, I guess at this point a couple of weeks ago, when I stood in line to meet Powerline, or excuse me, Max dressed as Powerline, um they only had them out there for like 10-15 minutes and then they would pull them back uh yeah. to you know go rest or they would have some or, or they might have somebody else come out there. So, I Excuse me they they would let them rest. Okay. P- producer Mark Tape, take that out. Otherwise, Bob Iger's going to kill me. <laughs> um, so, I would assume that it's going to be something similar to that. But even even like that, yeah that that Mando costume does not look like it, it has a lot of a uh, a lot of breathability, so to speak.
2: How insane do you think it would be if one day Mando's just cruising through Black Spire Outpost? He's got a couple people with him. He he walks over, you know, maybe maybe gets a hand, gets a blue milk so he can give Grogu a little drink. And he just he just pulls that mask off for a second, and it's freaking Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Oh my god! <laughs> like like if you thought he was getting
0: mobbed the day he debuted, like like. Every every attraction in Hollywood, no, every attraction on Walt Disney World property would be walk-on because everybody would be trying to find Pedro yeah. Pascal.
2: Here's the thing. He's never supposed to take that mask off. There's no way of us knowing whether or not it's him. It well, he's never, at he, any he, time.
0: he's never, or he's not supposed to take his mask off, but spoiler alert for Mando. Oh, yeah. Mm.
1: spoiler alert it's pedro pascal which you also can see every sunday night on the last of us also (laughs) premiering on hbo max and i highly recommend anyway uh not sponsored (laughs) (laughs) sponsored. but we're
2: open to sponsorship yeah also true yeah you're right though i i was thinking that too he's 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 gonna be like bee linings through the land to get to the next rest (laughs) he's like "Mm -hmm. get out of my way
1: um, sand San in Hollywood Studios. Is this a rumor that we're discussing?
0: Yes, yes. I I hesitated to even bring this up, but the but it 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 blew up and I kind of feel like we we need to talk about it. This is kind of an update to last week's solo episode. We're still talking about the uh the refurbishment of the rock and roller coaster, but we are heading to the uh, sunny shores of speculation nation, um, uh, because uh, apparently one of the actors who is in the pre-show, uh, Ken Marino, uh, dropped on a podcast this week that uh, "Rock and Roller Coaster" starring Arrow Smith is uh, apparently being rethemed into Queen. It's according to him, at least. according to him um uh, again this is wild speculation and again this is not from disney this is not from an imagineer this is from an actor who was in the pre-show several (laughs) several several years ago when this was shot uh he appeared on i say it's a podcast it's called office hours live i don't No, if you're familiar with it, Um, but he does say that uh, the Aerosmith retheming is going to be replaced and is is going to be replaced with Queen. Now, part of me, it's like, you know, rolls my eyes, but then it's like I started thinking about it. Maybe an actor who is involved with this, maybe he knows that um, uh, royalties and residuals from this attraction are going to be coming to an end. So maybe that tipped him off to it. And then I saw somebody point out on Twitter that Disney, uh, they already own the uh, license to Queen's music uh, because you know, at this point, I think Disney owns like, um, I'm just gonna do a lowball ball estimation, uh, 73% of everything on earth. So they already have that in house. They're not gonna have to go negotiate with the estate of Freddie Mercury, Brian Mays, um, Adam Lambert, who is, I guess, adjacently in Queen or the rest of the band. Um, And, again, Disney has put Rock and Roller Coaster, again, starring Aerosmith, um, into refurbishment. And as I talked about last week, this is going to end up being quite the lengthy refurbishment. But, again, like I said last week, there is nothing officially that Disney has said or indicated that this is going to be a re-theming.
1: So I just wanted to... Start this off by saying, I read the article title wrong. I thought it said McQueen, so my whole brain went to cars.
2: <laughs> well,
0: I mean, cars <laughs> is next door, cars is next door, and that's it's what funny I'm saying. Say it that. would We're work gonna circle back around to that, Steffers.
1: So I just went into this thinking, I went in a completely different direction. Love, Queen, love what you're doing. Cars, <laughs> cars is my answer. You're already in a car, just it's true change put, put the car on the front of yeah, it yeah just put eyeballs you'll be fine like uh race to uh training i don't know well just uh- Okay. All right. I was, I
0: was going to throw this out as the question of the week. I know I've had this before, so I'm going to put some parameters on this. You know, that if I was going to be given the keys to retheming the rock and roller coaster, I would do it to my already previously mentioned power line. And I know uh, in the past when I've thrown this out there, uh, um, Muppets, uh, Dr. Teeth, that is always a popular answer. Those two answers are taken off the table. What would you retheme Rock and Roller Coaster to, and why? But uh, we can get into answers uh, after that. Uh, Jay, like, like, <laughs> how much, how much credence do we give Ken Marino's uh, statements on once again checks, notes, office hours, live?
2: Well, I think the fact that he took Twitter very quickly after this news came out and said. I have no idea what they're changing it to. Someone well, there said is that. Yeah. Someone <laughs> said that to me at some point and I just said it. So the fact that he said that, and then he said, maybe it's going to be a new Billy holiday ride, which I think would be great. Um, yeah. Ooh, I, that's actually my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just so funny to me. Like again, he did this back in the nineties. He was part of this pre-show. This is equivalent to asking Eric idol, what they're going to re- retheme figment into. <laughs> no 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 what they're gonna retheme that animated little f-ker too exactly and and he would have no idea he might have some hilarious answer but um and then people would run with him eric idol said what you no know? they're not part of the Imagineering team they don't know anything mm-hmm. so i don't know i think it's silly it was I, fun it was fun for a minute
0: Yeah, exactly well and and i do think this is gonna end up being being a nothing burger i think uh we're going to end up seeing rock and roller coaster Starry Aerosmith reopened sure. later this year, maybe early next year, depending on how long the re-theme or refurb- damn it, I said re refurbishment <laughs> takes. But this is gonna open as the same attraction we saw when it went down late February. I think, I think it's gonna end up being
2: that. Yeah, no change.
1: I don't think you can. I mean, you can, cause it's whatever, but I don't think you can sit there and plan a long refurbishment. It's like the mummy at Universal. Like it went over a long refurbishment, but like the bones of the ride were still there. I don't think you can make a major change like that and not announce it to the It
2: would be announced, yeah, it wouldn't be a surprise. Mm -hmm. Agreed. You want to build the hype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: and they would want to sell merchandise saying one last ride um uh final tour because it's a band yeah,
2: exactly like, yeah yeah and people so- would go protest you'd have all that you'd have Aerosmith Nation chaining themselves to the giant guitar out front wearing their yep. Hanes cuz it used to be sponsored by Hanes um no i I actually was thinking. I thought you were going to say Steffers that it would it would actually be a even longer refurbishment if they were going to retheme it. And I was like, well, not if they did cars, because literally, just get a couple big pairs of googly eyes, you change <laughs> change the soundtrack to Life Is a Highway, and you're done. I literally, that would be mm-hmm. epic. Because none of the interior really needs to be changed. No, I mean it. I mean, it, it if,
0: if you've ever been like like in a in a laser tag, yeah. or, or or like played like uh, golf where they turn on a black light, that's the interior of Rock and Roller Coaster.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's all it is. They could just repaint a couple of those things to like, oh, look, there's Mater. Oh, we almost yep. hit him. Throw in a couple kachows and <laughs> I, mean, I mean and a cone
1: you're done. or two. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> well, and okay. and like like like. It, that was going to be my answer. Like, like I'm, I'm not the biggest cars fan in the world, but if, but if Muppets and Powerline are off the table, lean into your neighbor. I mean, you got the, you got the lightning McQueen Academy next door. You're already riding in a car. Just, just go like, like, cars or whatever and 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 one of one of the big attractions on the left coast is uh what radiator springs and there's 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 no cars representation like that in walt disney world so i mean yeah
2: yeah it's i mean that whole side of the park could just be like pixar because i know it's it's very close i mean you you have to kind of take a hike but it's not that far geographically from toy story land so You know, if they wanted to, I've heard rumors in the past that maybe this would be a Monsters Inc. ride. Um, Oh, that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, Going through like the
0: doors when when you when you go into the actual interior of the ride. Something like oh, that that. could be fun.
2: Zephyrs is shaking her head, but I've just heard that in the past. Um, I think it's so funny because I my one of my big conspiracy theories about Disney is that sometimes they let information leak from unconventional sources to see what the reaction's going to be. Ah, uh, like a
0: test balloon.
2: Yeah. Oh, that let's now the up, government let's will shoot down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let it float across the entire country first, um, and we'll see what they re- how they react to it. Uh, but yeah, I, I do. I think that sometimes that happens. Sometimes it's through surveys that Disney puts out. Sometimes it's through these unofficial releases um and, and through, sometimes it's through ken marino sometimes it's through uh dan marino's twin brother ken marino <laughs> um and he <laughs> and, and then you know disney's like let's see what the reaction on social media is gonna be and then maybe we go that way like th- honestly you can tie it back to when they there was I, I don't know if it was a survey but if you remember this was like four or five years ago disney started floating out the idea of changing the name of hollywood studios again and they had, like, a list of, like, three or four names. And I, it may have showed up on a survey. Um, of course, that ended up not happening. And I think it was because when people saw the names, they they knew that the names were going to leak. And when people saw them, they were like, these are all garbage. Every one of these names is garbage. And we're not doing that. So, I mean, again, um, I don't actually think that the there was ever an idea to change it to Queen. I'm just saying, sometimes when you hear this, that's why it raises some eyebrows. Because it's like, hmm. Disney sometimes knows how to use those unconventional channels to gauge public opinion.
0: And I'll be honest, it's like, it, I'm sure there is going to be a day where Disney is going to re-theme Rock and Roller Coaster away from Aerosmith. Part of me would be surprised if they get back into naming it after a
2: band. Agree, yeah. I don't think they'd I, go that route again. No,
0: no, they would use one of their own IPs,
2: yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I agree. But well, and you're you're saving yourself a risk of whatever band you unless it's a band that all the members are long dead.
0: Exactly. Yes. You know. Uh-huh. Though that's not to say there's not allegations against Aerosmith. But we're well, not going to get
2: into I that. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying, you know? And Disney has to like deal with that. So, anyway. Moving on. What's next?
1: <laughs> and <laughs> now. That's it. That For that I was to say now that's a spicy meatball.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's 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 it. I'm uh throwing out uh cars is a re-theme for uh Rock and Roller Coaster. I guess Steffers is also saying Cars, Jay, you got a thought?
2: Billy Holiday? Yeah, Billy Holiday would be great. No, if if there were if we're totally blue skying and there are no limitations, but it has to be a Disney property, I think it'd be cool if it was Marvel themed, but you know, mm-hmm. Go well, Iron, go Miss Marvel, or Captain Marvel. That's oh
0: just... Now that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Because
2: uh, I believe
0: uh, we had a listener reach out in a previous podcast life. We talked about retheming, and me and you, uh, we talked about doing it to Iron Man. And they said, I think in France, that's what they yeah.
2: did. Yeah, I think it might have been Lee that told us. Told us that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which I mean, that'd be pretty dope. But again, it's like like when it comes to. Avenger characters and the Orlando parks, there's some you know, whole legalese stuff you have to dance around because of uh, Islands of Adventure and stuff like that. So I don't know if that would be an option, but if you threw out the previously mentioned Captain Marvel, I think that'd be pretty cool.
2: Or Big Hero 6. Oh, Big Hero 6 would be dope. Yeah, because then you could fly on Baymax. That'd be fun.
0: Oh my God, yes.
2: So those that was a really good movie. It was. It took me way too long to see it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad me I saw too. it. It's good. Mm-hmm. Me too. Anyway, speaking of
0: Islands of Adventure, uh, Steffers, any news we need to know from uh, uh, the other side of Orlando? Are we going to reach across the Universal, or are you going to slap our hands and say, just get to the plugs, dummy"?
1: They updated the ET Passport. It is now um, ET with like a rainbow vibe. It says ET Passport. That's all I have to share. And that's all I want to say about it. We do not need to discuss this situation. Um, I feel fine. It It's cute. I'm going to pull a Dillo and say, why change? And that is all. Change Mardi Gras. Oh
0: yeah. Mardi, Mardi Gras was fun. Graw. I, I, I'd, I'd never experienced that. I touched on it for like seven seconds on last week's episode. Uh, that is, that is now something that I think me and the smoking hot girlfriend are going to
2: make a point to attend uh, going forward. That's what I'm saying. I keep telling people it's one of my favorite festivals in Orlando now. I love
1: it. It's honestly pretty great. Especially I think next time you should try to go to the con one of the concerts too. If you find somebody that you like, I will say um, the, People who have like crowd anxiety, social anxiety, love the theme parks, want to whatever. I think this is a nice intimate. I mean, it is crowded, so don't think it's not going to be crowded. But it just feels more like a bunch of people who love the same thing, vibe into some great music and like a nice little area. It just, It's just a different vibe. I I don't know how to really Mm -hmm. explain it, except it just is great to just take it all in. And Mardi Gras is a great time of year.
2: It is. And and by the time the parade starts every night, at that point I'm like a couple hurricanes and bloody marys in. I am jamming out to the music, (laughs) and if you if you dance while the parade's going by, all the little characters will come over and dance with you. Yes, it's really really fun. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, me and the Smokin' Hot Girlfriend, we were definitely of that mindset because you know that was that was our first day in the parks on our vacation. So so like like we were. We were having a good time, if you if you get what I'm saying, yeah. and everybody came up and talked to us as they were dancing up and down the streets, and we ran into uh, Skipper Bob and nice. uh, and his kids. So so that was that was a lot of fun. We were able to get right up along um uh, along the parade route. Though I will say, maybe take sunglasses and or goggles because uh, you could possibly lose an eye from somebody winging beads at your face. <laughs> The smoking hot girlfriend came very close to being the one-eyed smoking hot girlfriend, and I'll leave it at that.
2: Hey, I I'm just I'm gonna tell you, if you're in the park at Universal on March 13th, May and I are gonna be riding one of those floats throwing beads, and I'm gonna try to hit people in the eye. I can't wait.
0: No, don't don't say that because I'm gonna post it. Uh, I'm not gonna edit that out. And then if uh, that actually does happen, they will use that against you.
2: Okay, point it if you want me to hit you in the eye. Point at your eye, and then I'll tr- and then I'll try.
0: Yeah, because I guess at that point, if you're pointing at your eye, you're you're like legally waiving your right to uh, sue. So yeah,
2: there you go. Exactly. That yep. that's consent. We're 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 saying it now. You are consenting to me <laughs> trying to hit you in the eye with beads if you point directly at your eye.
0: Oh, it's gonna be fun and uh, so appropriate that episode sixty nine of Does Does Disney is the one that gets us sued. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, I didn't know this was 69. Nice. Very nice, right?
1: And that was your Across the Universal with Steppers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We will see you again next week for hopefully a more appropriate episode. Yeah, well, I don't think... Probably not. Ba-da, ba-da. Ba-da.
0: Lower expectations. I uh, don't think we're topping that. So let's just go ahead and get out of here. Uh, somebody hit somebody with some plugs and not some
2: beads. Hi, my name is Justin Monorail. Oh. I have a show called The Passholder Lounge Podcast. I go live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. on YouTube, on Stitch, and in the Facebook Twitch. group and Twitch. I caught. I said Stitch.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't even do my own plugs at the PHL Pod on Twitter, the Passholder Lounge podcast on Instagram. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful week.
1: Um. Yeah. Okay. What Justin said. Go. Go check that out. Uh. I'm stuffers. Hi. Hello. How are you? Instagram and TikTok at Adventures with Stuffers. I also have a podcast, Adventures with Stuffers. You learn way too much about my life and I have no shame because, you know, it is what it is. Put my life out on the internet. Um, I have a Twitter. It's Stuffers, but I don't use it. So maybe don't talk to me on there. And uh, that's all I got. YouTube. Check me out on YouTube. I do have video versions of my podcast episodes, Adventures with Stuffers, on the YouTube as well. Hit the bell and the subscribe and i don't know how to do all that anyway l and d z
0: he's
1: gonna follow
0: landon before i get to that uh i have a suggestion for you jay on an upcoming episode of the passholder lounge live if uh, you're open to suggestions i am what is it um uh i've already mentioned old man frank of Dillos diz uh, so I want to give some love to him every thursday um uh they put out their uh march Madness. Wait, no, I can't say that legally. Their smart madness of uh, the best things ever this year. Horn uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, bracket. And I remember in a previous podcast life, we did one live on a podcast, and we just decided if we didn't like an answer, we would write something in, yeah. and we
2: completely <laughs> destroyed their pod, uh, their was, uh, their their, their bracket. Animal Kingdom won. It was great.
0: Yeah, I I, I would suggest we do that
2: again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can do that. I would stay up late for that one. Okay, we could do that. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's make that happen, Steffers. You want to participate in ruining the Dillo's Diz bracket?
1: We'll talk offline. I would not like my uh, answer to be recorded.
0: Okay. Um, on <laughs> well, you know, if if you do join us, the the your appearance and audio is going to be recorded and also broadcast live. So I kind of feel like,
1: like Landon. Like,
0: Shh. Okay, all right, that's right. L A N D O Z, please go follow me. Landon don't, I'm the best. Landon Don, not the rest. That's where you can follow me 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com. chips, buttmunchchips. Shit on your butt. And bunch. That's thought you were going to let Steffers get in there. That's
1: so of you. too busy dying of laughter. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs>
0: So you can find really outdated stuff I did in my college radio career, uh, interviews with the cast of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Venture Brothers, uh, Futurama. I also appear on the Phil Show, News Talk987, W O K I Radio Station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming six to ten a.m. Eastern Standard Time at newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app at the News Talk987 app as well. Um uh, yeah, it feels like an episode. Glad we got the band back together.
1: Spitzita. The boys are back. The bo- sorry, that's a uh, high school musical.
0: No. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit not there. That's okay. Uh, you know, target market. Uh, I was, no. I was gonna go more Thin Lizzie. The boys are back I'm, in town.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I was thinking that too. Or we could just go. Bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we come <laughs> for you? And now you
1: know, it's time for the Dawes Disney uh, After Hours podcast.
0: All yeah, right. Uh, so uh, I was gonna say any final thoughts before we hit the door, but I think those were our final thoughts before we
2: hit the door. They were. I, I, I have one last one. I'm very excited about the Haunted Mansion movie, The End. Thank you.
0: It looks fun. Um, The, the, moments where i could tell it was disney's the haunted mansion i really dug but i mean i'm looking forward to it i'm yeah. looking forward to it it's gonna be fun let's go in fun. positive yes exactly positivity is where it's at y'all
1: be kind to yourself and to cast and team members and um make good choices have a good week
0: yeah what stepper said thank a cast member thank a team member and uh, disney and universal Pay your cast members and pay your team members a living wage. We love coming down there. Some of us even tolerate spending all of our money, but without them, none of what you have happens, happens. So pay them and treat them like the rock stars that they are, though uh, one of you is actually doing much better than the other one. Good job, Universal Disney. It's time to catch up. Um, Be decent to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their lives, and you don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go in somebody else's lives Um, uh, and it costs you nothing to be nice. So be nice, but you know what? Don't let people walk over you. I added something new to this Uh, and be decent to yourself too. Uh, I'm not talking just physically talking mentally too. your mental health, just as important, maybe in some cases more important than your physical health. So uh, take care of yourself and uh, breathe. Have a little bit of fun. If you can do both of those things, that would mean the world to me. (sighs) This was fun. So for my friends, Justin Monorail and Steffers, my name is Landon Doan. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Daz Does Disney. You've been great. We've We've been been Daz Does Does Disney. Yeah, Mm. what they said. See you next week, everybody. Happy episode 69.
2: Nice. 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 (laughs) Stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum.
1: (laughs) Hey, and it's, uh, never mind. That's that's not appropriate.
2: I wanted us all to say it at the same time, but it just didn't happen.
1: No, you made it your own there, bud. Uh,
2: I wanted everybody to do it.
1: I liked it, though. Yeah, I liked it, though.
2: Hearing us softly with his zoom. Hearing us softly with his zoom.
1: I hope that's a secret sound this week.
2: (laughs) I forgot that we're recording already. Mm. Everything I say or sing can and will be used against me in a court of secret sound.
1: I really wish I was able to poop before this whole recording business, but
2: Layla's <laughs> glitching like max headroom. Like if you're, Oh, it looks that...
1: like he's in the Matrix, man. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna like...
2: say I'm bringing down
0: the Matrix. Sorry, uh, I found out that I'm also the one. So uh... <laughs>
1: ah
2: yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Cafe '80s, where it's always morning oh, <laughs> in America, even in the afternoon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs>
1: oh, did
0: y'all see my picture where I met Doc Brown when I was at Universal?
1: Yes, yeah. I commented on a dingus.
0: Sorry, lots happened since then. I didn't even know uh, that they were doing uh that
2: at a uh, Universal. Like, uh
1: oh, I'm a terrible person because I knew that they were doing that.
2: Steffers doesn't share her information with.
1: Apparently, people. I don't. Gee, Steffers,
2: I got to meet Doc Brown. It was back when masks were still. Uh, required at universal and uh, the, the initial part of the conversation was him letting me know I could step into a universal gift shop and buy a back to the future mask <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks I think
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I did
0: I did it hey well it works so I mean job well done doc
1: The one day I remember to open the right email account Landon sends it to the one I've wanted him to send it to unbelievable uh, bro
2: I work in mysterious ways. My, no. my heart, my hard stop today is at two. So hopefully we'll be. Well, I figure that's once It's not we even get...
1: 12. I'm just One... saying
2: I, there are
0: times we. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. So I figure by the time we get our pre-recording chat done, it'll be like 1.30, 1.45. <laughs> so we'll be good.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Zoe was upset that I woke up at four o'clock because I woke her from like her 16 hour slumber.
1: <laughs> mm, must be that's I. the life. It must be nice life. to be a dog yeah, Mars.
0: Oh, and Big Fire was legit. Me and Lindsay went uh three times on our three days at, on the Universal property. Yeah,
1: really? I told you. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. kept
2: going back for more. Well, the, um, the the
0: third night we uh tried to go to that one Mexican restaurant at City Walk, that place was a f-ing disaster.
1: It's also wow. expensive, so
0: Well, we looked at the menu. The service was terrible. Um, Lindsay saw somebody take a bite of their food, spit it into their hand and put it back (laughs) on their plate. And this is before we got our water. And she's like, I don't think we should be here. And I'm like, well, and then I took a bite of the chips and salsa. And I'm like, yeah, let's just bail. So we got up, walked out, and then we went and sat at the bar at Big Fire. That's funny. It's all about the money, money, money. We don't
1: need your money, money, money.
0: Sorry. Whenever I hear that song, I think of Pitch Perfect. That's correct. That is what you should be. Mm-hmm. Correct. That first movie was really fun. The second one was not too bad. Then the third one is like, oh, y'all
2: really should have stopped.
1: There's a third Pitch Perfect.
2: Uh-huh. I've only ever seen the first one.
1: I've seen two of them with Haley Steinfeld.
0: Well, now you now you have me second guessing myself. Yeah, is this like should. a Bernstein barnstein situation? Probably, I bet there. I think there's three. Oh,
1: there is a three.
0: Ah, Landon was right, <laughs> and, and it's recorded. Suck it, Steppers. I'm sorry, that was that was un- unnecessarily mean.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I did watch that one. Clearly, I don't remember it. So <laughs> that a
0: good
1: impression? <laughs> All right, I'm muting myself.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Well, well, well,
0: don't don't take catching the L over pitch perfect three that hard, Steffers. You don't have to mute yourself.
2: I'm going to mute myself so I don't sing anymore. Yeah, because that's Steffers' gimmick.
0: <laughs> oh, I guess that's my cue. I guess we're going. <sighs>
2: Maximum effort I'm all for inclusion We shouldn't We should absolutely Include kids Who want to play flutes And now <laughs> it's
1: time For the Dawes Does Disney uh, After Hours Podcast
2: uh, So for my
0: uh, my, my blah, 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 blah. You know there's There's a lot of stuff I can do well Heck there's even A couple things I can do very well But when it comes To graphic design That is one thing I cannot do at all Thankfully I have a friend in Matt and Love of the Mouse Multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney? That was them. The classic Morning Monorail logo and all its variants? That was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia.com